1: It's an emergency podcast. I was waking up with bombs landing on me and now we've got the biggest bomb of them all. The Browns have a new quarterback. I'm here with Jack Duffin and Ian Wright, right, right. Jack, tell us, who is the Browns' new quarterback?
2: It's Deshaun Watson it is absolutely bananas. It was done, it was dead as a dodo and Andrew Berry just sent the Brinks truck. He sent the Brinks trunk full of money. And, hey, I, th- I don't know if we chat about this on the podcast, but I was tweeting about it four days ago. I thought it'd be Carolina doing this. And that was how, uh, when people were going, oh, why is he going to go to Carolina? I was like, sob the roster. It's who's going to give him the most money. And they went out and gave him the money. And he is a Cleveland Brown. It's official. It's gone through, literally seconds ago.
1: Jack, I have 10,
2: how excited are you about this? I am 14. Four's my favourite number, and it's going on that boy's chest. I'm never buying one of his um, jerseys, though, I can tell you that.
1: (laughs) Jack, I just want to... You know, you got super excited about signing Baker Mayfield. Do you think you just get excited about new quarterbacks, or you really back this one? No, Baker was the guy.
2: All the data and information available at that time, it was the right pick to make. There was a massive upside move. You are getting someone now that is a proven quantity. In terms of his on-field play... I think the floor's probably top eight. Um, and it might be a bit shaky for the first few games if he's not played. And I think while he's suspended, he won't be able to practice. Um, so it might be a little bit shaky when he comes back. But I, I, I you're talking about the next 10 years of the Cleveland Browns. Um, and this guy is hopefully going to be the driving force that will win us rings. So, um, no, absolutely ecstatic. Three first, that's what the 49ers gave up for Trey Lance. And they didn't even want him to play.
1: And right, right, right. New Cleveland Browns quarterback. How are you feeling?
0: Uh, Right now, I would say the only word that could describe is I'm very indifferent. I really don't know how to feel. I've been very outspoken about Deshaun Watson, my lack of desire to obtain and bring him onto the squad for obvious reasons, which, you know, we'll focus a lot of our discussions to the on the field play, and the team construction. Um, Obviously, Jimmy Haslam and Deshaun Watson's attorney, Rusty Harden, have a previous connection. There's no doubt that they have a relationship, and that played a factor into this. And I have no doubt that Jimmy Haslam and Andrew Barry will, and possibly Dee Haslam, will be having a press conference very soon. I think that press conference will be can't miss TV because some of the questions are going to be, Maybe the best questions that the Cleveland media has ever asked
1: because there's a lot of questions people have rightfully so. Okay, great. Well, look, Ian, thank you very much for that. You're on the fence, which is uh, always a nice. uh, I would say I'm
0: not on the fence. I would say I'm on the opposite side of Jack.
1: If he's a 14,
0: I'm a zero. It's
1: It's hard. I mean, it's hard to get excited about it. No. Okay. Well, I'll make my statement now, okay? For the Cleveland Browns, it's definitely a benefit as a better potential quarterback where we can potentially win. There's no question about it. Baker Mayfield, top 10, 15, let's just say 15 quarterback. This guy, top eight quarterback. We are definitely improving the quarterback room. As a Browns fan, you've got to be excited about that. Okay, that's one section. Giving up first-round draft picks, never happy about that because it's three years off Thursday nights we're going to not get excited about the draft. I just don't like doing it. But that's If, if we have to give up three, then that's life. Let's move on it. We are officially all in on Deshaun Watson. There's There's no maybes or ifs. We have put together a three-to-five-year all-in plan. If it goes tits up, the Browns will go tits up too. Yeah. and and my last my last point is uh about him as a person whether you're right you, you do right you do wrong whether you're caught in trouble with the law you know the laws the law innocent until guilty whatever blah 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 and the last thing is if he has fucked up like cunt i fucked up. Jack's fucked up. I'm sure you fucked up, Ian. Uh, everyone deserves a second chance. But anyway, that's my official statement. Feel free to rip me apart, either of you.
2: Let's just... I'll do the trade first, and I'm just going to do this year by year by year. So, 2022, we're sending a first rounder to them. That's it. That's the only pick move in the first year. In 2023, we're sending a first rounder to them and a third rounder. In 2024 we're sending a first rounder and a fourth rounder to them and they're sending a fifth rounder back to us so it's actually spread out really nice a big factor in sort of balancing this out is what we're going to get for baker mayfield because that could before this sort of trade went down i was thinking hey we we can ask for two twos um, or a second and then a conditional third that could become a second if you play say 70 percent of snaps or they make the playoffs um that could have been a direction they go. I think our market will now come down a little bit just because everyone knows we're, we're selling. You've got Matt Ryan still not moving. So you you've got four quarterbacks, three teams. So something, something's got to uh, give there. Um, I, I just think we're in a position where they're going to focus, I believe on 2023 assets. So it could easily be a second round of next year with, conditions to make it a first I think that might be a better thing to aim for just because you don't really need the pick now especially as all the talk is bringing back Clowney Um, Will Fuller sounds like a lock as well because that's sort of been talked about through the whole process of wherever Deshaun Watson's going um, Will Fuller's coming as well Ian anything you'd like to talk about that mate
0: yeah. I mean, if we're talking about the compensation, right? So we'll talk about a top, we'll go top 10 quarterback. We'll split the difference, right? So if we're talking about a top 10 quarterback in the league, let's take a name away from that. The trade compensation that Andrew Barry gave up, I, I don't really have that much gripe about it because realistically with a top 10 quarterback, those picks will be at the end of the first round. I mean, that's just the way that that usually goes. Now, am I a little bit sad that I think my our chances of landing my man crush George Karloftis have gone down by us giving away pick thirteen? Yeah, I would I would have liked that. But to Jack's point, the entire face of the Cleveland Browns football team, as people know it, is going to change. Free agents. I mean, if you don't believe me, go onto Deshaun Watson's Instagram and look at the comments in the who comment on Deshaun Watson's return to the NFL. We're not talking about, like, guys you've never heard of. We're talking about Jamal Adams. We're talking about, you know, Jadavian Clowney posting things. So the makeup of the Browns is going to change. I mean, you've already seen free agents who are from Cleveland saying, oh, maybe I'll come home. Hey, maybe I'll do this. Deshaun Watson and top 10 quarterback play makes you a desirable place. So all that nonsense about, oh, people aren't going to want to play in Cleveland because of the weather and all that other hip-hop hoobie, it doesn't mean anything. When you've got a top 10 quarterback, People want to come. And I, s- I actually think that the chances of Jadavian Clowney coming back jump to about 75%. But
2: he's tweeting pictures of Deshaun Watson out of his own account. In a Browns jersey.
0: <laughs> yeah, he posted, he posted the Instagram thing and said, you know, obviously it was just a repost. But go read the comments on Jam- on Deshaun Watson's. The first about 150 of them are all verified football players from the NFL. It's not one or two, it's like 150.
2: And you've also got reports about an hour before the trade went down was that the Browns have offered 24 million over two years for Clowney. Um, So that's out there. And it makes a lot more sense. Um, Bringing in the sort of Jerry Hughes, Melvin Ingram was great when you were going to pair it with Carl Loftus um, or someone else. Whereas you've just got to bring in proven quality. Now you can't be sitting there going, risk it. Hey, I would love the wild card of Jerry Hughes and Melvin Ingram for 14 million rather than Clowney for 12, but Hey, we'll see where they roll. Yes. Yeah,
0: it's a, it's a great question. The, the team is going to look wildly different in a very short amount of time. I will just tell you
2: that. So will fuller, um, Clowney. I think we're all in agreement that they're very, very likely moves. The next one I want to throw out there, which would be the last of any big sort of additions, defensive tackle, from the Baltimore Ravens, a man desperately looking to win a Super Bowl, Calais Campbell. Yes, please.
0: The only problem with him is his injury history. That guy, I mean, even with the Ravens, he would play like one out of every three or four weeks. So I would need a healthy Calais Campbell. It would be fine. Strap him up. Bad hamstring and all. Get out there, buddy.
1: No, it, it
0: – It's who knows, who knows? Maybe Larry Ogunjobi, you know, he failed his physical with the bears. So they got out of that contract without needing to do anything. Maybe he comes back at a cheaper deal. Who knows? Maybe a guy like Zedaria Smith says, I don't really like the market out there. I'm going to come in there and be your edge three. I mean, Jack, we talked about it now. Just hypothetically say that Clowney comes into the room. We don't really have anybody else still. (laughs) We still have miles and, you know, Taven Bryant, but we still need another edge
2: no respect for Weaver and, uh, <laughs> and, uh I respect
1: him as who's the guy? Uh, Winovich. <laughs> oh, Chase Winovich. Yeah. Guys, let's, let's try and stay focused on the Sean Watson and let's try and break the, the next thing down is like, we can talk about suspension. How do we all feel about his, uh, suspensions? So I, I'm
2: expecting it to be six games. Um, until someone tells me it's not six games, I'm going to work on the presumptive that it is, and then it'd be a six game suspension, just because it seems to be what the NFL just does. Um, It looks like Case Keenum staying because reports today that he had a 1 million roster bonus due today Um, over the cap, had it on Monday, but sometimes it's not that clear when these actually are. So um, the fact that people seem to be getting their information from the team I believe they're going to be right that it was today and that's been paid. You're not paying a million dollars to a guy that you're going to cut um, when you could have cut him and saved all that money. So I am, I'm expecting Case Keenum to be the backup quarterback of the Cleveland Browns in 2022.
0: Yeah, I think that's pretty safe to say. Uh, my guess, eight to 10 games. You know, obviously the NFL did six games for ones in the past. We are up to a 17 game schedule now. So if you've suspended for eight games, it's just below half, you know, because you're playing 17, eight, we can do math here. That's why the NFL to me also is going to be worried about the image because at the end of the day, aside from nuancing over the legalities of it, it's not a good look for the league. That's why I think they're going to want him out over half the season. I think it's 10 games. That's my guess.
2: It's, it's going to be an interesting one to see how it plays out. Um, it's not going to factor too much into what they do because they're adding him for the next 10 years. Um, he's got a five-year deal, but they're looking well beyond that five-year deal. Um, it will do three years, and then if he's playing well, they'll give him an extension. He, he will, they won't allow him to see down to the end of that deal. Um, but yeah, that's sort of where they are. It looks like Case Keenan will be our quarterback week one.
0: Now, I have a question for both Jack and Paul. Jack, we've talked about this before where we talked about it with Denzel Ward. Once a player signs a contract, you know, we talked about Patrick Mahomes signing $150 million a year contract makes him the worst quarterback in the league, technically, you know, obviously because of what can go around him. What level of play does Deshaun Watson have to meet to equal
2: the contract burden on the team. Yeah. So the team gave him a massive pay rise. Um, what an extra 10 million a year. Um, what was he due to be? It's 136 million over four. So it was due to be 34 million a year for four years. And they've moved it to a 46 million for um, five years. The advantage the Browns have if they're being able to give him a load of money, but that discount that they would have got by trading from from the Texans is now they've just given him the market value, so it's not as much of a negative as it would have been if you would if you would say, "Hey, we traded for Dak, and then we had Dak's normal contract, then gave him this massive raise." That would hurt a team. Whereas this isn't really a raise; they've just moved him back to the market number, similar to who um, Hu- Julio. Uh, not Julio, Hopkins, yeah, Hopkins, when he was traded to Arizona, they effectively did the same thing. So I don't think it's too bad, but the floor has to be top eight quarterback play. We need him to be competing better than that, but top eight has to be the floor.
0: Top eight is the floor. So if he plays like, say, the 14th, best quarterback in the NFL.
2: It won't hurt you too much for the first two years. Say the cap structured in a way that the first two is really, really cheap. But, yeah, that is going to really hit hard um if uh, you get into year three and he's playing, like, top half of the – he's playing like Baker. So,
0: let's just – and we're just covering all our bases here. Say Deshaun Watson does not regain the form he had before, for whatever reason, I don't know or say there's an injury or something like that. How long until the Browns would be able to really kind of unearth from the contract being that it's fully guaranteed?
2: No idea. So it, it it, could be good enough that a team would trade on for it. Maybe Arizona, uh, not Arizona, Carolina's still hunting around um, offering. It's really, really hard to see. We have no idea what the contract is yet. I've tweeted my best guess but it can take 24 hours. We still haven't got the Jakeem Grant deal. We still haven't got the Hubbard deal. We still haven't got the Walker deal just because these players sign those numbers take time to come out. So, um, yeah, it's one that, Hey, if he sucks really bad, then we're stuck with it for all five years in terms of the voiding. Um, because that's one thing that has come up. Drug voids are automatic in terms of guarantees. This is down to the team, whether they want to action the guarantee for a suspension, um, Obviously, the agreement will be that they're not going to do that. Um, It's not hard to predict that 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 would have been the agreement.
0: Paul, what is your expectation of the Browns? Like, what do you consider a successful season if, let's just say Deshaun Watson suspended for half the season, right? What do you want to see from the Browns this year and next year in terms of their success for you to justify the move as being a good move?
1: That's a really tough question, Ian. And I think the answer is a winning season, 9-8 uh, nine, nine, next year. That's Case Keenum and um, Deshaun splitting the, the the load, basically, between the two of them. Uh, but then the, the season afterwards has got to be playoffs. And that's put a huge pressure on him. But, yeah, we've got to see playoffs Definitely for the next two years after that. And then, uh, yeah, it's, it's got to be one. For that commitment, for me, you're going all in. That means you've definitely got to be better than what Baker produced. So you've got to be at least a championship Super Bowl game in not next year, but the second and third year. And I'm afraid to say, if we don't get that, then I feel it's a bad move. Yeah, and
0: good luck doing that in the AFC now,
1: right? Because, Jack, we talked about it
0: quarterbacks when we are going through it. Your wild cards are likely going to be coming out of either the AFC West or now, you know, maybe the AFC North. So the fine line for making the playoffs in the AFC to, to meet Paul's expectation is you're going to have to win the division. The only guaranteed way you're going to be hitting the playoffs is if you win the division because the AFC is a gauntlet of quarterbacks.
2: Yeah, so let's say we look at Bills are winning their division. So you're looking at Mac, Mac Jones is one in the competition. Um, we look at our division, you're competing with Lamar Jackson and Burrow. Um, then we look at the next division it's Pony. Um, I'm not that worried, even if Tannehill wins his division, whatever. Um, it's one team, yeah. Then you've got Let's say Mahomes wins it. So you're competing against Russell Wilson, Derek Carr and Herbert. So, so you have four potential. Well, you've got Max Jones one. You've got um, Lamar Jackson two. You've got the Bengals three um, with Joe Burrow. Put the Browns in there of fourth team in the mix. You've got Russell Wilson five, Derek Carr six, Justin Herbert seven. So that's seven competing for two spots, one within the division. And then no, seven competing for it would be
0: seven for four spots.
2: For seven for four, yeah. So three of those No, miss wait, out. Did,
0: they they added that seventh playoff team, so it's actually five spots. Because
2: there's three wild cards now. There's four division winners and three wild cards? Yeah, three wild cards and one. So two miss out. So you're probably saying potentially Mac Jones, but you know, I'm not ruling out Bill Belichick.
0: Yeah, and let's be honest the AFC West, a lot of their losses are going to be coming within the division, right? So if every team in the division goes one and one in the division, then it's a different story. Each team has four losses. Whereas Mac Jones gets to beat the Bengals, or the Bengals, the Dolphins and the Jets twice a year, you know, or something like that. But the point still remains is the AFC North has three teams right now likely vying for the AFC North title. The AFC West has four teams vying for the Uh, AFC West title and I'm not going to rule out Pittsburgh I think it's almost impossible that organization has just continually done it year after year after year listen am I all that scared about Mitch Trubisky no but remember the Browns are kicking off the first season likely with somebody else as their quarterback so it's not like we can sit there and bag on Mitch Trubisky if we have Case Keenum
2: yeah I think the aim for Case Keenum is to go heart paths so if it's six games the aims to finish three and three if it's eight games of the aims to finish four and four so if case can keep his level that's good he's done his job that is what he's coming in paid to do and if hey if if it's a four game a six game suspension we come back four and two we're in a really good spot um so, i think the uh, nfl is not kind and says you know what however long the
0: suspension is because remember we play tom brady next year in cleveland yeah I mean, do you think the NFL would want, listen, here's the thing. And I think this is the thing that annoys fans the most. The NFL is a business, right? There is going to be hypocrisy all over the map, right? Because the NFL looks at this and says, Deshaun Watson is ratings, right? He's, he's got baggage, but he's ratings. And the one thing that I will say, Andrew Barry's job is to make his football team better. The quarterback of the team's job is to win games right that that that's the idea of what we're talking about here the nfl has a job to do and that's give the fans what they want and that's ratings so the question will be do the, do the does the league maybe put a couple of cupcakes in the beginning where you're playing you know those lower place teams and then all of a sudden the bigger games come
2: towards the end of the year i can see it The first NFL's back. not gonna care because everybody's gonna tune in first game back is gonna be tom brady or something insane Exactly, and that's what I'm talking about. Is all, all of a sudden the Baker, I, I, is, could he go to a team we play? I, I think we think th- play the Saints, don't we? They
0: we do, do play the, the we do play the NFC West because we play the Falcons in that. We play the Falcons, the Bucks, Carolina, and the Saints. So if he were to go to Atlanta or New Orleans, he would play us here. I do not think we play the Colts because the Colts were second in their division. Uh, and we play we play the
2: AFC south next year I think the South yeah the only ones that uh, it could go to Carolina well oh, no I'm sorry we play the don't we play the East because we played the West last year Carolina and Atlanta are the only two that realistically could even happen but it's sounding like it's going to be Seattle or the Colts but yeah just and I don't to think throw the Wild the Colts. If yeah, if that was, was really the boss. case, then hundred percent that that would be on the schedule for uh, the uh the first day he's back from suspension. Mm. I don't know. The NFL does funny things
0: because that, as you know, you have uh fans like Paul fly in from London to come to these games. So, <laughs> who's the Paul? Who is the NFL teams that are going to London? Didn't they? Did they come out and say that yet?
1: Yeah, they have. It is Tom Brady's. Buccaneers. No, they were off to Germany. Oh. Aaron Rodgers, Packers to London. Well, that'll, that's the game you got to get to. Is it at
2: Twickenham? And who's Saints.
0: the other one? And the uh,
2: Jags, Jags, obviously, yeah. yeah.
0: They play in at Wembley or they play in at uh, Spurs Stadium? Spurs and Jags are playing at Wembley. Gotcha. I'll tell you, boys, I, you know, I asked Jack before the podcast, is he happy that he became a Browns fan, you know, going through all these roller coasters. So, Jack, uh, what do you what do you say to all the people when I say, Jack, are you glad you're a Browns fan?
2: Fuck yeah. I, I've spent the last 48 hours defending AB and taking so much crap for it of people. He doesn't have a clue. He's fumbled this, depots fucked up, all this hate. And it's like these people are taking massive Ls now because I bet they are sitting there sat in their bedrooms, creaming themselves. And um, you, you just got to have a little bit of faith. Believe in AB and believe in Listen, Depot. At the end of the day, I, to your point, Jack, I
0: want to add this as well. The Haslam's not great people. I'm just going to say it out loud. The Haslam's are some shady people, okay? the bi- The way they run their business, everything that goes on, if we're going to call Deshaun Watson out for something, I was having this conversation with a friend, uh, you know, a friend of mine. And he said, the Haslams aren't great people either for different, completely different reasons. They are not great people. Okay. They stepped up and said, okay, Deshaun, you, you, you told us we're out, right? We are the first team out. Deshaun Watson called and said three times. No to the Browns. Andrew Berry said, Jimmy, this thing with Baker ain't going to work. Right. And Jimmy said, write the check. write the check. There is no way in anything that there is that the Browns ownership did not sign off on a five-year 230 million dollar contract that is guaranteed okay so for all the people in the you know in the Twitter spaces or as I call New Age talk radio, the Haslams they have all of their flaws and they are very widely apparent. They stepped up and they delivered for you, Browns fans. They stepped up and they delivered. So as much as you want to bag on them, and by the way, you better just do a Twitter search for all the Rapist Burger tweets because I'm going to tell you right now, being a Browns fan is going to be very difficult. Very difficult. Because everywhere, all the road games you go to, the visiting teams that come to Cleveland Browns Stadium, you now have a very controversial quarterback. And I'm talking infinitely more controversial than Aaron Rodgers and his vaccination status so be prepared this is the price you pay so if you want to win and you wanted this this specific person as your top 10 quarterback then buckle up because you better have thick skin because I'm gonna tell you I've been in Pittsburgh eh, Browns fans let them have it for a long time they just beat the shit out of us on the field every single time so you better win you better win a lot and you better have thick skin that's
2: my advice on that. And by the way, give the Haslam's credit. They stepped up. Yeah, they led the league in cash spent in 2021. And who knows, with this deal, they might lead the league in cash spent in 2022. Um, So it's one where, hey, shout out back to Sashi Brown. Sashi Brown allowed a cap situation where we've still got rollover, still got lots of these high rookies that is all this talent. And that's what makes it come if we hadn't had all these extra first round picks Deshaun Watson is not choosing to come to the Cleveland Browns money is a big factor in why he's made this decision but the talented roster goes all the way back some of that is on Dorsey's ads but a large part of that is the atmosphere the extra cap and everything that Sashi Brown created and this this might not have been the plan that uh, Sashi initially had but this is what it's become and um Hey, well, Jack, didn't, wing didn't wing
0: Sashi Brown trade the pick that the Texans used on Deshaun Watson? So yep. if we were praising Sashi Brown, he just drafted him then, avoided this whole thing. No. I, I will say, the Deshaun Watson picked that Houston is the reason we have Denzel
2: Ward, everyone, just for the record. So... and not that the pick? Yep, and then we also got the Nick Chubb pick off him as well. But that was for a different... That was for... Wasn't uh, that the... I thought the Nick Chubb was the Osweiler
0: one where we just bought the oh, yeah, it was Osweiler, like $16 yeah, yeah. million. Dollars. I think Deshaun Watson with the, he come out in 27. Was he the 2017 draft class with miles Garrett and Trubisky, right? Yeah. Oh, no, it was Mahomes. Yeah. It was Mahomes, Trubisky and Watson. Okay. So the Browns had ended up dropping well, back and they, they took in joking. What's that? They, they put peppers in the Yeah. Because when they went from 12, they moved back and then that's right. Uh Watson. That's right. Okay. So Sashi Brown could have stayed put where he was at, but no, he turned it into Denzel Ward. So now I guess you gave up three first round picks, but now you got Deshaun Watson and Denzel Ward. And the Houston Texans have who playing quarterback?
2: And and guys, if, if there's certain players on this roster that are going to be a little bit uncomfortable today because they have got no guarantees in their contract. They might not have a contract. And they're going to be questioning what comes next.
0: Speaking of former Browns. Six million dollars, Austin Hooper, baby, going to the
2: Titans. Number one player, if I'd be concerned that I might not be on the roster, that is Kareem Hunt. And I know people love Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt is not being here after next year. 6.25 million. That is the sort of contract where you get squeaky bum time with um, a 230 million deal getting signed. The other person. And I still think he stays, but I I dropped down my certainty to about 66%. And that is Denzel Ward. Um, We know the Browns front office, they sign players early. Nick Chubb, Miles Garrett, when they want to keep them around. Yes, it's health risks and everything else, but that's the sort of thing that can we afford to pay a, a cornerback 21, 22 million a year when we're bringing on this deal. Those are sort of real, real consequences of a move like this so that's going to be one to keep an eye on there's two players that should be thinking is my long-term future here it's Kareem Hunt just in terms of this year because he's probably I'd say 95% gone next year and that is Denzel Ward so just throw that out there guys I'm I'm not trying to be a Debbie Downer we've got a franchise top top of the league quarterback I've got nothing to worry about but someone's got to pay that price for bringing in a deal and all the picks. Patriots just let us CB
0: one walk. And you know what, honestly, Jack, when I was, I was a little tied up this, uh, this afternoon. So when the Watson news broke, I didn't have my phone on me. And in a couple weeks, I'll be able to share with everybody what I was doing. It was kind of a cool, fun thing. Um, the first thing when I scrolled and I saw that the Browns guaranteed the five year, 230 million, I was like, does that mean Denzel Ward's gone? It was the first thing in my mind, because I saw the first round picks given up, which means you could probably get one for Denzel. So if you wanted to get a pick back, you could. But I, in my, the first thing I thought of was they they, they can afford his $18 million this year. I'm not so sure.
2: Yeah. And suddenly I you talk know. about, hey, we're going to trade um, Baker for two twos, Ward for a first and a third, and Kareem Hunt for a fourth. Well, you've basically. Recoup the entire trade with those three guys. That's not a; it's not a massive price to pay in the grand scheme of things. If you're talking about you add to Sean Watson and you give up on Baker Mayfield, Denzel Ward, and Kareem Hunt, fine. Um, I I thought the trade was great value. If that's the what you do to balance that out, and we're talking about hey, give us all of our picks back effectively, and Jason Goddamn and David Goddamn Putney or whatever it is in draft day, um, hey. Browns are in a great spot we've got Berry we've got Depot we've got Stefanski and now we've got Watson
1: that is the future of the franchise great so all in on Watson it's an exciting day to be a Browns fan I'm not popping champagne quite yet but it is definitely a massive turn in the Cleveland Browns so uh, being now in series 5 of the Paul Brown podcast it's exciting times you know, new quarterbacks, going to bring in new players, going to get rid of some of the old wood. Even though we like old wood, we, you know, we're all attached to these old wood players. But, you know, them players didn't make the Super Bowl. So hopefully new blood, new team, and let's get to the Super Bowl. Nothing else for me to add? Anything? last words,
2: Ian?
0: Yeah, I don't know if I'd use the word excited, but uh, it's definitely going to be a different day. And much like Jack said, there will be no number four merchandise in my house. That is for sure.
2: It's my lucky number, though. So it's a bit of a bummer. There, there's not, some rumors that J-O-K is my lucky number might switch to six. So for those people that just get the plates and replace them on their jersey, one to potentially keep an eye on, because you might not need to replace your Baker jersey, change it up to JOK.
0: The odd part is if your lucky number is four, Jack, and my lucky number is 19, that correlates to Deshaun Watson and Amari Cooper. <laughs> uh, Amari's wearing number two. So. Oh, he's wearing two.
2: Yeah, he's wearing two, and it looks beautiful. He was 19. Beautiful.
0: Poor man, Zell.
2: So,
1: yeah. As always, go Browns. Go Browns. Browns.